Hey everyone, it's John, and you're listening to the Code Blue and Gold podcast, and this is Tuning Out. This episode, I will be reviewing the album Folklore by Taylor Swift. So let's get right into it. So to begin, what is Folklore? So Folklore is the eighth studio album by singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. Um, This album kind of takes a turn in her musical style from her previous albums, which has been mainly pop. And this one goes towards indie folk and alternative rock and different um, indie and um, folk subgenres. And yeah, so it's most people consider this album her, um, her best work when it comes to the writing and the vibe and just everything about it. I personally love this album so very much. It won album of the year at the Grammy Awards. Uh, making her th- it her third album of the year win. Uh, and yeah, so that is what Folklore is about, and that's kind of what the vibe is. And we all know Taylor Swift. She doesn't need any introduction. We all know her. She is ruling the world right now. And yeah, she needs no introduction. So let's get right into Folklore. So... The first track is titled The One. Very fitting. Um, So The One, it was released as a single. And in this song, uh, Taylor is contemplating an alternative life, which her old um, wishes that she had for her relationship had, quote unquote, come true. And it resulted in a a positive, happy um, relationship with her now ex partner basically saying um it would have been fun if you would have been the one that's a lyric from it and also another lyric is if one thing had been different would everything be different this song personally i think is an amazing first track and it really opens up to what the album is about and the theme of it and the vibe of it and yeah i love it so that is the one and i'm going to play a little bit of a snippet of the one for you here is the one Instead of no, I thought I saw you at the bus stop. I didn't though. And for time, that's all you're going to be hearing for now. You can go listen to The One by Taylor Swift. All right, second track is titled Cardigan. So this track is one of three tracks that Taylor Swift made about um, a fictional teenage love triangle because that's another thing that Taylor Swift dives a lot uh, into in this album is made up scenarios and stuff like that. Um, and a lot of storytelling more, I should say. So basically this is about, this is one of the um, people in this love triangles view of what's going on. The other two songs are later in the album titled August and Betty, and we will get to those. Uh, basically this is one person talking about being lied to and being deceived uh, and the lyric I think is such a good songwriting is, and when I felt like I was an old cardigan under someone's bed, you put me on and said I was your favorite. And putting someone on is another way of saying lie to or deceiving. Uh, 
this was released as a single and this song went number one. It debuted at number one when this album was released and it was released as the lead single. Um, I love the song very dearly, Cardigan. It's absolutely incredible. And here is a snippet of Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Vintage tea, brand new form, high heels on, cobblestones. When you are young, they assume you know nothing. Sequin smile, black lipstick, sensual politics. When you are young, they assume you know But I knew you dancing on the street. Oh, that's those aren't the words I lied. <laughs> uh, that is Cardigan by Taylor Swift, the second track off of Folklore. The next track is titled The Last Great American Dynasty. And this is a true story. She wrote the song about the story of Rebecca Harkness, which is somebody who f- is who was who the founder of the Rebecca Harkness Foundation and was a patron of the arts. And she, Taylor, in 2013, bought a mansion in Rhode Island that was once owned by Rebecca um, and it's known as the holiday house. And she basically wrote this song about the story of Rebecca, who she once, um, who once owned uh, one of her mansions. And I love the song. It, I love all, I'm going to say I love all the songs on this record because I absolutely love folklore. Um, but yeah, here's a little snippet of the last great American dynasty by Taylor Swift off of folklore. out a home and call it holiday house um you can tell i love that song that's the last great american dynasty next up personally one of my favorite tracks is titled exile featuring bon Iver, one of my favorite artists uh exile describes two ex-lovers um who have a different viewpoint on what happened during the relationship during the breakup and basically saying the bon Iver voices the guy um and taylor voices the girl obviously and they're both saying different things that happen in the relationship one of the lyrics is bon Iver saying uh you never gave a warning sign and taylor swift coming in and saying i gave so many signs it's heartbreaking it's devastating and here is exile See you standing today with his arms around your body, laughing, but the joke's not funny at all. And it took you five whole minutes to pack us up and leave me with it, holding all this love out here in the hall. 
obviously that's only Bonivera's part, uh, and I can only show Bonivera's part because of time, but you get the idea. It's very sad. It's very uh, melancholic. Uh, that's why I love it. So that is Exile. This next song is titled the La um actually no it's not the last great American dynasty pardon me it's titled my tears ricochet um this song is in the way that Taylor described it and about an embittered tormentor showing up to the funeral of his fallen object of ex of obsession and it was the first song that she wrote on folklore according to Taylor um. Basically, this is about, you know, like I like said, the a ghost of a woman who was um, passed on haunting the person who made her pass on. It's very devastating. It's very sad. It's arguably, in my opinion, one of the saddest songs on this record, but that's what makes it so amazing. So this is My Tears Ricochet, a little sample. I mean, come on. We gather here, we line up, we've been in a sunlit sunlit room, and if I'm on fire, you'll be made of ashes too? She wrote this song alone, by the way. She's the only uh, writer on this song. Like, how do you just make... How do you just do that? It's it's crazy. That is just insanity. The next track is, is titled Mirrorball. It is the sixth track on this record, and... Basically, this track is saying she compares people to a reflective disco ball. She sees herself reflecting, you know, herself in order to entertain others, and she's shattering. Um, but when she does shatter, you know, that's what makes it beautiful, and that's what gets people to pay attention to her. Like a mirror, like a disco ball, you know, it's shattered, and that's what makes the light come out. And I think this is just awesome use of imagery and awesome metaphor and yeah i love it so much and here is mirrorball if i could Ugh, sorry pardon me if i could pull up the song here we go here's mirrorball Get you out on the flow. <laughs> I love this song. That is Mirrorball. Next track, the seventh track, is called Seven. Very fitting. You can see she uses numbers a lot with the track titles in this one. And she love lovingly, awesomely puts them, you know, the one is the first track. Seven, the seventh track. Um, this song is about one of Taylor's childhood friends who seemed to have a very, very unhappy. Uh, life at home and it talks about innocence and how she thought that those problems could just be solved it's kind of like viewing it as like 
escapism kind of like that, you know, let's go. Let's like one of the lyrics is we'll move to India forever. You can't move to India forever, obviously, or at least like when you're that age, you can't. But she was like, let's just go. Let's just do it. Uh, so this is seven. Please That's personally one of my favorite tracks on this record. Probably top five. I love it. It's just, it's incredible. <laughs> that is Seven by Taylor Swift off of Folklore. The next track is titled August. Um, this is one of the other, remember how earlier when I mentioned that there is a love triangle involved? Well, this is another, this is the second part of the live, of the, yeah, excuse me, the love triangle. Um, August talks about kind of, um, another thing of teenage love and talks about another viewpoint of this teenage love triangle that's going on. But this one, instead of being um, told by the persona of the woman who was cheated on, it's told by the perspective of the woman who this guy cheated with. And yeah, and you'll find then the last song, Betty, is about, or is the guy... I'm just going to put it out here right now. Betty is the third part of it, of the Love Triangle songs, and it's about the guy who cheated on the girl. So this is August. Salt air And the rest on your door I never needed anything more Alright, that's all you're going to get because of time, unfortunately. I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to go listen to it fully, you can go look up August by Taylor Swift on any streaming service on her album Folklore. Yeah. Let's continue on. The next track is titled This Is Me Trying. It This is, okay, this is probably the saddest song on this record. Um, other than My Tears Ricochet and Seven and, you know, the other really sad ones. This song is saying how um i would i how i would describe it is this song is basically about accepting fault for something that you messed up especially a relationship and issues that are in it and you know you're trying to make an effort to repair it but you fail you you fear that you're gonna fail it and you're like well i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying this is me trying i'm sorry that I keep messing it up though. So yeah, that is This Is Me Trying and here it is. Here's a sample of it. I'm gonna skip forward just a teeny bit because the intro is a little bit long. Yeah, it's very sad if you couldn't tell by the vibe of it. 
that is this is me trying that's one of my personal favorites from the album i just i think it's just incredible next up is a song titled illicit affairs uh basically just very simply this talks about infidelity cheating you think it's gonna be great it's not and yeah so here's a list of the fairs it's very plain and simple there's not a whole lot of digging deep into it um it's just it, it's a song where it is what it is Nobody sees you leave Hood over your head, keep your eyes down Tell your friends you're out for a run You'll be flushed when you return Yeah, very sad. Very, very sad. But this is probably, probably my favorite on the album. Um, yeah. All right, let's go a little bit away from sadness and let's talk about the next track, Invisible String. Invisible String basically kind of goes off of a East Asian folk myth about a thread, uh, an invisible thread of fate tying two soulmates together. And she's basically saying in the song that isn't so pretty to think that all alone there was an invisible string tying you to me. It's very, this this is the happiest song off the record, okay? Not all of them are really sad, I promise, and this shows it. So this is Invisible String. That's a visual string. There's this little snippet of it. You could tell just from the instrumental and the way her voice is that it's a happier song. For once, for a change. Next up is a track titled uh, Mad Woman. Um, this song, how I would describe it, is basically about um, female rage, female anger. Um, delusions and just things that, I, well, this song is more personal for her because she's gotten a lot of, she's had a lot of situations that she's been in where she rightfully has to be angry. Like, you know, people doing her wrong, people stealing her music from her, cough, cough, um, her copyright from her without giving her a chance to buy it, cough, cough, um, but yeah, it's basically saying, you know, like, I'm gonna be mad. Nobody likes a mad woman, but it's a shame that you made her go mad, though. So this is Mad Woman. Yeah, we love it. We love to see it. We love to see just the pure rage in people. And especially when it comes to music, because listen, say what you want, but sad people and angry people can make really, really good music. <laughs> that was a mad woman. The next track on Folklore is titled Epiphany. This song is describing um, somebody who wants to find peace 
in a, I guess, chaotic and sort of apocalyptic society. She wrote this during the early stages of COVID um, and pays homage to the nurses and medical workers um, by describing their experiences in the song in one of the verses. And she also talks about and touches on her grandfather's experience in the military and the things that he experienced and witnessed. So here is Epiphany off of Folklore. Just a little bit. It's very sad. It's very, but it's so touching and so beautiful. And Epiphany is one of my favorite tracks off this album. It's just, it's incredible. It's incredibly written. It's incredible sounding. That is Epiphany. Remember earlier when I talked about a teenage love triangle? And it's there's three songs on there, Cardigan, August, and Betty, that uh, tells the story of this triangle. Well, Betty is the third installment in this love triangle. Betty describes a summer love that was doomed from the start, basically. And it talks about this boy who basically just cheats on this girl. Had a summer fling with another woman that she uh, that wasn't who he was dating and basically messed it up. So here is Betty. Yes, that's Betty. That's a little bit of Betty. Um, such an awesome song. She performs this on her Eras tour in the folklore set. Um, I love this song so much. It's it's such it's such a so- um awesome song to just sing along to. And it's so awesomely written also. The next track is titled Peace. This is such a calm song, a calming song. Um, It's describing her, I guess, her staying in a relationship that her, she's hoping that her partner will stay with her in spite of the lack of privacy because of how famous she is and how chaotic the life will be. Uh, it's yeah this is such a calming song it's arguably maybe the calmest song on this record um yeah so here is peace Just come and go. Suddenly the summer it's clear. 
our convictions as long as danger is that's peace i love the guitar the harmony in that song with the early guitar is just my uh it's awesome i love it so much the next track on the, this is this is the final track on the um normal version but we're gonna look at the extra bonus track as well this last track is called hoax uh this song basically i would say it's filled with uh melancholy and basically she's saying that you're she says that you're the um you're the only hoax that i believe in and it's talking about a toxic relationship and that she's basically been driven to the edge of hopelessness by the person she's in the relationship with and she's unable to let go. So I love this song and I think the lyrics in here are just incredible. So here is Hoax. My only one My smoking gun My eclipsed sun This has broken me my twisted knife, my yeah. That is Hoax, and that is the last track on the standard version. But we're going to look at the final track on the deluxe version, or the, the bonus track on the deluxe version, The Lakes. This is such a good song. Such a good song. Honestly, I, I can't even, it's really hard to even talk about what the song is about. It's it's so it's literally it this is poetry. It's literally poetry. It's basically kind of sort of maybe about the best way I can describe it is talking about escapism kind of and wanting to escape um life and just run away and live your life without worry. So that's this is the final track, The Lakes. I think this song has literally probably her best lyrics. Like looking at a poet looking at poetry. Looking at it from a like a poetry standpoint, I think this is probably her most poetic song. Like let's look at some of these. Is it romantic how all my allergies eulogize me? I'm not cut out for these cynical clones, these hunters with cell phones. And then or later we have I've come too far to watch some name-dropping sleaze tell me what are my words worth, referencing the poet, William Words, uh, Wordsworth. And then, let's see. I want auroras and sad prose. I want to watch with Sierra grow right before my bare feet because I haven't moved in years, and I want you right here. Excuse me? How do you how do you just write that and then put it out into the world? Like, and, you know, just be like, yeah, here's a song I wrote. Excuse me? I need that, like, I need those to be my last words. I need those those lyrics to be put on my on my tombstone, engraved on my tombstone. <laughs> the, 
that is Folklore by Taylor Swift. Some argue it's some argue that it's her best album. It won the Grammy Award for Album of the Year. It's such an amazing listen. I would definitely go listen to it. And this has been episode three of Tuning Out. And I will see you guys next time. And I hope that you, you know, explore your music taste a little bit more with this podcast. Have an amazing day, y'all. See ya.